Hello everyone and welcome to Artifacts. I'm your host, Marissa Dickens. And today's guest is a passionate activist and he's the founder of The Hero Project. So wherever you're listening, please help me welcome Zach Crow. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you for having me, by the way. Yes, this is awesome. <laughs> we met kind of through Instagram, but then we found out we went to the same grade school for a little bit, which is funny. So it was such a small, small world. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I'm excited to have you on. Thanks, yeah, again. Appreciate Thanks it. again for coming. Before we talk about the Hero Project, I saw that you went to Miami and you studied public health. So talk mm -hmm. about, first of all, how was Miami? And then second of all, how was it studying public health during a pandemic? <laughs> yeah, so that's actually like a pretty interesting one. I loved Miami. I thought it was a great experience. Uh, I think it was definitely uh, pretty difficult for me, at least. I think there were a lot of really bright people around me, so it was it was it was nice to go there and studying public health there during COVID. It was interesting because when I was in class in classes, when it kind of like all happened, and I had people messaging me like, "Hey, you know, it's going on. Like, don't go to the gym because it's you know because of COVID, obviously." And my teacher at first, my professor was like, yeah, it's probably not too big of a deal. It's probably nothing. And then like within the like next week or two, she was like, yeah, this is like pretty serious. Like we should kind of chill out a bit on going places. So it was, it was pretty interesting. I think there was a lot of info just all coming in at once. So we were just like kind of there for the, there, there for the ride. <laughs> so what made you want to study public health to begin with? So public health is kind of nice in the fact that it hits a lot of people at once. Cause I, I went for public health and pre-med. Clinical medicine is really great for one-on-one -on -one approach to taking care of people, obviously prescribing medications, physicals, uh, but public health is great at helping people on a broader range, you know, vaccinations, getting people aware of different diseases that are present throughout the community. So that's, I wanted to mix the two together. So then you're telling me before this that you <laughs> want to go on like the med track. Oh, you're still feeling it, but like you kind of want to take a little break. Yeah, I would. Why that? Why that change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Throughout the process, and I think most people in healthcare professions, not just not just medicine, um, you know, nursing, speech, pathology, um, even dance, dance, yeah, any profession. If you're always twenty four seven, you kind of lose the passion. You lose exactly breaks on it a little bit, and think you have to remind yourself why you fell in love with that. It, or any really any profession, you kind of get this tunnel vision. And I was doing the same thing. I was kind of losing focus of why I was doing it. I was really cold and all that jazz and um, and yeah, so I just needed a, I needed a break and to focus on kind of working on getting right with myself first. And that's kind of where the Hero Project came in. Okay, nice segue. <laughs> so the Hero Project, talk about in its simplest terms of what this is and then what was the catalyst of this or the beginning seed, why? Beginning seed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, so the Hero Project, in a nutshell, is a nonprofit fitness organization that fights against the secondary impact of substance abuse. So, for example, um, in a family, there is usually the person that's addicted to a drug. We focus primarily on heroin. So there's someone that is addicted, obviously. And then throughout the process, a lot of the family members take on that collateral damage. And it's well cited within medical literature and um, well understood, but it's not really talked about a lot. And so when I first started it, I was looking for a place to donate the money to, and there was no really organization like it. So that's where the Hero Project kind of, the seed came from. And it started, um, and also just to get right with myself, because it's personal. And, you know, I felt like there was some stuff buried away that I kind of needed to get, kind of let go of first to get It seems kind of cathartic for you. It is very, yeah, yeah, very much so. And we help a lot of people, but to be honest, it really, it really helps me. 
a ton. It's gives it's given me a lot of purpose. Which I think is interesting that you always think you know the person with the addiction, but then you don't really think about the impact on the family. Yeah, I've I've noticed when I first did this, I really wasn't sure how prevalent the issue was, but the more and more I kind of began doing it, meeting with local businesses that we work with. I started to begin that this really was a, an issue that a lot of people didn't realize was there. And they started kind of recognizing it and talking about it with me. And they, like, they would say, like, you know, I wasn't sure if, if that really was my scope to talk about because it wasn't me with the addiction. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pain and anger and stuff held on to when you have a loved one that goes through that because you watch them through all these horrible things and they obviously impact you in, in their own ways too. So I wouldn't say it's good to... to to meet people on that basis, but it's nice that people can share that similarity. Talk about the name, The Hero Project. I saw on your website, The Hero Rule. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Yeah, what is that? Hero Project, in that little emblem, like Mm -hmm. the girl Mm -hmm. holding the uh, barbell. Um, And also, you talk about the t-shirt design, because you started off with the t-shirt, too. Yeah, Yeah. also a guy from Christ the Cane. Jay Kratzman, he's the one who designed that. (laughs) Also, for people who are listening, we've never talked in grade school. Never. This is funny. So now we're taking it back. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, yeah, Jake Kratzman, he's our creative director. He did a great job on putting our thoughts onto paper. But yeah, so the Hero Project got its name from the hero role throughout family substance abuse. So, in a family there are obviously different roles that people take on so for example a lot of parents become the enabler so they obviously enable the person who's addicted uh, by giving them things and kind of not you know putting their foot down but there's also the hero role and that's a lot of people that bury a lot of their anger and resentment deep down and they'll focus on other things such as sports or school and try that's kind of what they they use to cope with it and it's really unhealthy they get tunnel vision like I said and they just they're kind of just jerks. <laughs> they're really, a lot of times, they're just jerks to people and really cold to the world. So that's where the role came from. And then the design was everything. It's very simple. It's a stick figure, you know. But it's a barbell that shows, like, the weight that goes over kids' heads and they lift, that they carry throughout their day. The yellow color is, like, a notion to the golden child. That A lot of times the golden child, quote-unquote, has a lot of, you know, weight that they're carrying. Female figure is uh, kind of a... A piece to it that we wanted to keep in mind for body dysmorphia throughout our fitness and our workouts we we want people to you know be healthy rather than aim to look a certain way and then the cape is just a notion that we all can be the hero in the lives of someone else so it's kind of cheesy but it's no, it works it, <laughs> it, it, works. it you gets vision. you have a vision that's awesome so the hero project how do you even get this running like what's the first <laughs> step like do you come up with a vision oh, like Talk about this. It was a jumble. I didn't this even, happened after you graduated or during school? During school. During school, okay. So the, like, the main kind of concept of it happened around like late February, early March. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, I, just, I don't even know. Like I had someone come up to me when I was at the rec, very nice stranger. And we just started talking about nutrition and all that. And then I kind of like brought both of them together. I was like, you know, we can really make a space where people can get healthy as well as address these these issues that are going on and I don't know I think once I kind of had some accountability for kind of how I personally was treating others and the other loved ones I want to just kind of jump right into it and so it started off 
it's kind of crazy. It started off as just 20 t-shirts and a website, a Wix website I made. Yes. <laughs> I use a Wix, it's great. Wix is amazing. Yeah. It was like, it was like you know, I'm like a Neanderthal with yeah. like technology. So going through like, oh, this is great. I can just drag this over yeah. here. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it started off as just 20 shirts and a website. And we didn't get our first local business till I think almost early June. Shout out to Bullfrog Nutrition, by the way, um, <laughs> for helping us out. But yeah, I think that was our very that was our very first one. So that, this is so cool because I was researching your website and I'm like, oh my god, this guy like, has been working with a lot of cool local little businesses, which I absolutely love. So talk about some of the people that you've worked with. We've done a lot since since May. Um, some big ones that we've done is the the Bullfrog Nutrition event that was an Expo in uh, Columbus, big massive event for their store. We've done, we've been on a talk show, I always mess up his name, Belegion, I think it's Belegion and Bell. It's a sports show in Detroit. We had a, <laughs> yeah, Joyke Bell is, um, he actually played in the NFL. It was really, it was really nice for him to have us on. So we, we did that. We had our dodgeball tournament, just that was our own event. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> how was the, how did you get people to come and what do you? That was nervy. That was nervous, um, a nervous time. I kind of sent it out and was like, please come, like, I hope you guys come. And no, all the local businesses, they really, they really helped out a lot. Our team was amazing for, for helping us put that on. So it was kind of just like, we'll see how it goes. And it just exceeded our expectations. So we're really thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> We've only had a few events so far because we're, we're getting, yeah. we're getting more involved with kind of setting up events now and now we're big enough and we have a base to kind of do that mm -hmm. at first we, we really couldn't because we only were working with a couple stores yeah but now we actually have um some weight when it comes to putting on events but yeah the dodgeball event i think in total i think our head count was like 52 53 people for an event and then we had eight teams so yeah, and almost everyone from every team showed up. There were a couple of people that you know it's expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, almost all the team or almost everyone from every team showed up. They had a great. Everyone was out for to win. Like they were out for blood. Yeah, yeah, blood. It was not a friendly comp. I mean, it was friendly, but like they were they were in it to win. It, so proud to announce El Padrino Street Tacos as our as our first place winners okay. and Sip Coffee as our second place for Okay, that's awesome. I saw that you worked with Zane's. I love mm -hmm. Zane's. Ali and Zane's. Yeah, yeah Zane's is amazing. Um, you also worked with, was it a yoga place? Afterglow. 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 Nikki um, from Afterglow, yeah. She's awesome. awesome. She's Actually, we did an event with her for, um, we did a yoga event. Every month we do a reoccurring uh, donation day. And then you're also, you get a free pass to go back to her yoga studio again. I mean, it, it worked me out. I was uh, drenched in sweat from that. So she, she killed that workout for me. Mm -hmm. I, how I always say is it's kind of nice because, you know, the primary impact is helping people with, with, you know, what we've talked about. But the secondary goal that we have is to bring up local businesses in Toledo. Because if we bring up the local businesses, hopefully we'll bring up the local community. It's kind of like my utopian like view of it but yeah it's kind of yeah. the idea so any local Toledo business that is passionate about what they do I'll work with them like regardless of what it is. we work with yeah. crochet someone yeah. crochets she's awesome yeah we work with a lot of different people it's nice because you know I, I'm very passionate about it and it's it hits home for me but it hits home for a lot of people and I think that's what helps get it, it's not I like to say it's a community now you know it used to be you know just a website um, now it's we have the it's a hero project people community. It. Yeah, it's people that believe in it, and we all help each other with our events and promotion and just being with 
just being there for each other and that's that's what really this was the whole goal for you know to accomplish so you also have like workout challenges they are challenges they <laughs> how did you come up with them i yes yeah. so i came up with them it's just what works for me it's not like a, an official you know plan or anything it's just what worked for me helped me shape up lose some weight we have a price on our website for them but like i say in a lot of our other you know posts or things that we put out there is that if, if someone can't afford them talk to us we'll work with you we've done it in the past with other people so it's just to help people it's that's really the idea of it so then okay you started this it's kind of launching and then now you're focusing on the business aspect of it yeah so it's about connecting with business or local businesses and then marketing do you do them all the marketing or is it a team so i used so when i first started off i I would say up until probably like July, I was mostly doing it all myself and I was like, this is getting way out of hand. I can't do this all yeah. myself. And that's where I brought on um, slowly one by one other team members that I knew for sure could, could fill the role and really help out. But yeah, a lot of the business aspects are networking with the other the businesses, the promotion, the marketing, the shirt production, keeping costs under control, event planning. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we have with um, new shirt designs trying to get involved with other little businesses and their stuff that they're doing. So that's that's a lot of the business aspects that I've never, never knew, never thought I would have to know. I've just been trying to read up and figure out how to be a better person when it comes to the business aspects, but I have a great team and I know it's kind of corny to say that, but like my team is just absolutely awesome. Like we, we just threw on the dodgeball event and they just killed it with setting up, uh, being active, getting the, the, everyone kind of pumped up for it and it was just, I couldn't do it without them, honestly. So very fortunate. And so then, where does the money for like, you know you buy the workout, you buy the shirts, or then the um, workout challenges? Where does that money go to the proceeds? Yeah. So a lot of the shirts that we have are sold in a lot of our local businesses. Mm -hmm. So for example, Bullfrog carries them. Um, Almost Human Coffee carries them. So some some of these other places carry them. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. And all of those proceeds bought in the store, 100%, are donated to people, helping people that are dealing with heroin abuse to get housing, so to get them, to grant them housing, affordable housing, and then to help the family members with grief counseling. All of our money goes to Toledo Dart, and Toledo Dart is who actually facilitates and, and, and helps uh, distribute those funds. So Toledo Dart, for people, those that don't know, it's, it's a division of the police department that helps with uh, drug abuse. So all of the proceeds from our in-store shirts sales go there. Our events are kind of a little bit of a mix. We like to donate a big chunk of that, but we also use some of those funds to, for inventory. So when I first did this, like for the first shirt order, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about like how expensive shirts were gonna be. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't, I should have shopped around a little bit more, but I bought my shirts for like a, a ridiculous price for like per shirt. And I ended up dropping like 400 bucks on my first order, like pull it out of my own account. And um, that was not, <laughs> not not sustainable. So now, even though we don't have a huge amount of like donation chunks, everything's sustainable through the Hero Project. So it keeps going, we keep getting more shirts and then those hypothetically double the uh, proceeds. So that's the goal at least. Do you have any like, next events planned? We just had our big, the dodgeball one was a, our big event for the month. Um, do you I don't, try to do one every month? We try. Or a couple of months? Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to try to do, like, so that that was our very first, like, own hosted event. We do a lot of, like, co-hosted events with Afterglow, 
Um, we just had a routines one, routines dance studio did a glow dance party. Yeah, so cool. routines <laughs> is really cool. It's a it's pre, it's a female focused dance okay. group. Uh, Where's Car- that located? Uh, Reynolds. Okay. So Carrie from Routines is the one who helps us out, mm-hmm. and um, she's she's incredible. So it's great because you know a lot of people, a lot of you know women can go there and not worry about you know feeling you know self conscious about people watching them. It's mm-hmm. just very it's a great atmosphere. So we love working with them. Mm-hmm. But for other events. Maybe pumpkin carving. It's easy to kind of mix them together. That's what I like about it being just fitness rather than, um, you know, rather than just uh, weightlifting or CrossFit. It's just, it's much more broader, you know. Mm-hmm. And encompass a lot of different Yeah. Things. I never thought dance would be like something I'd be working with, but it is. It's, I mean, I don't, I can't dance. I'm sure you can. I mean, I can try to dance. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dance is definitely like physical therapy, art therapy, I would say. It's in that category. And I had, at Loyola, my teacher started this with this company called Hubbard Street, the Parkinson's Project. So people oh, cool. with Parkinson's disease can go to this dance class. So people may be in wheelchairs or adaptive dance. People who have disabilities can take these classes, which I, I went to a couple. And it's really amazing to see uh, because, you know, dance can help with muscle joints and yeah, like strengthen those muscles. and. It kind of reminds people that even though you might be in a wheelchair, you can still move and be physical yeah. and active, and it's also a creative outlet for them, which I think is amazing. And, I, and these, when people want to see people, like either older people or even young kids, um, mm-hmm. smile by just dancing or just lifting their arms and doing whatever <laughs> they want, it's just really uplifting, and it just reminds me why I love dance. It's like physical therapy too, right? I mean, it helps people with their joints, their mm-hmm. cartilage, everything else. It's it's really. Um, a great way to exercise and stay healthy. Yeah. I had a question actually for you about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. So what are some? No one asked me questions. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm about how nervous. I was gonna ask, what are some ways that people from the Hero Project can get more involved with art therapy or music therapy or something kind of more on your realm? That is, the you know, dance is obviously a really great blend of that, but just kind of expanding the box a little bit. Yeah, I definitely think Toledo's art scene is growing yeah. compared to when I was in high school now that I'm out of college. A great a couple of great organizations. Again, any local artist you can find on Instagram or whatever. The Arts Commission is a really cool organization that okay. works with does a lot of things. Yeah, what is that? They do the Momentum Festival downtown. They do little pop-up art things. Like they have an art loop haunted harvest. So they are kind of like the art hub. For Toledo, I would definitely check them out. Again, local studios. Okay, as far as dance, the Modern Dance Company or ballroom companies, or even even like Sylvania, they have like the Fall Fest or they have the um, Bird Art Walk. Local musicians, you could always go to like Ottawa Tavern and do like an event there. Oh, cool! Get up there and sing. Yeah, I can't karaoke. Sing. Oh, do karaoke. Okay. <laughs> I'll be there. Sign me up. No. Oh God. Yeah, I, I, I would do some karaoke. Yeah, karaoke or even um, the art museum. I don't know if they have. I don't, the art museum would be interesting because they offer classes for young ones, or even just workshops of writing workshops, bringing a, a local author here, or maybe like a, oh, a book, cool. or like a local yeah local author doing like a book signing, or I guess. That's not really doing fitness, but... I'm open to all things. So, I mean, just even, like, you know, stuff like that that kind of pushes the envelope and mixes it up. I think that's really cool, and it makes us... It gets us out of just this small box of what we do, and it expands. Because, really, with local to businesses, you really can kind of expand to as far as 
little as you want. So I think it's cool to expand a bit. I mean, we do work with like coffee shops, for example, like that's not necessarily fitness, but it's local. And I mean, when you go to a new city, right? When you go to Cincinnati or wherever you go, I mean, a lot of times you obviously want to go out to eat, but like you want to check out the local coffee shops mm -hmm. or a bookstore. Do you do art therapy? Or oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, love, yeah. I mean, music has always been something really important to me. Music is a huge aspect of my life. I would say like late 60s, 70s, mm. um, a little bit 90s when I'm feeling grungy. <laughs> and um, yeah, like just different different artists and stuff help, help me throughout my day for mm -hmm. sure. What uh, is your favorite band and or singer, songwriter, or artist? <sighs> favorite artist off the top of my head. I'm gonna say, most people probably won't know who they are, but I'd probably say Still Woozy. If you know who they are. Mm -hmm. No? Alright. No, you gotta explain. Still Woozy is great. It's kind of like a neo-soul, I guess like neo-soul or like pop, I guess. It's like a weird blend. But that's that's definitely a really cool artist. I uh, love the Beatles, obviously. It's kind of basic. But uh, it's so <laughs> good! It's a basic one. Well, okay, we're not doing the Hero Project. What else do you have to do for yourself? Um, so I really got... Well, Besides it. fitness, too. I yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah it kind of goes with it. Yeah. Um, I do a group with Running With Lions. It's mm. my Saturday group. I know it's kind of like fitness, but it's a bunch of guys that run together that help promote each other's, you know, whatever they're doing, whether they're in school or business or it's just like a good group for guys to be a part of, like mm -hmm. uplifting. I do that um, every Saturday morning, run with them. That's kind of basic, but I like to, I like to read. I really got into reading mm. um, back in the summer. Like, got, you know, once you get out of school and you have like a little bit you of- time, like, You don't have yeah. like articles and it's, research papers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've like been cranking through a bunch of books. I like to play uh, instruments. Mm -hmm. um, oh, what do you play? So it's, it's, you can probably guess which one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Take the most basic 16 year old- Guitar? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like to play guitar when I get a chance, and then um, a little, I can I can play like a tiny bit of piano, like not really good at mm -hmm. it, but um, mostly guitar. So I like doing that, um, hanging out with friends, family. So there's some things I like to do. What about you? I love to read as well. Um, Ooh, favorite favorite book. <laughs> oh, this is very basic for a girl. Pride and Prejudice. I'm that girl who collects multiple copies of one book. Okay. Just that book, though. All right, all right. Like I have a small pocket book. Because Barnes Noble comes up what with different. Do you have? <laughs> um, I think four. Yeah, four. Because um, no, three. Because Barnes Noble brings out different versions, not versions, but different they do. covers. They have all my money now. Yes. It's not good. I'm doing ballroom dance, which I guess is that's fun. I'm doing a dance yeah. to. Um, in June, I was like, I I want to do ballroom because I love this movie called Strictly Ballroom. And I wanted to try it out for my birthday, and I just kept going with it. And they have a showcase in December, so I'm gonna do a rumba to James Bond song. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I also wanted to ask you before I forget. I love how, how did the podcast start up? Yeah, I was just kind of like scrolling through listening yeah. to them, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna have a couple questions too. Yeah. Flip, flip it around a little bit. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I was in college. And I met a lot of cool artists, mm -hmm. like because I was both a dance major and film minor. And Loyola is definitely it's it's not just an art school, mm -hmm. but I was definitely around a lot of art circles. Or in Chicago. Well, and COVID hit, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back mm -hmm. home. I missed a lot of those people, and I missed talking about the arts. So then I was like, okay, I love talking to people. I love asking questions. <laughs> I love getting to know about things. I love learning. 
So I was like, I'm gonna do a podcast. So then I was like, okay, the name, Artifacts. Some people are gonna look and think, okay, Artifacts. That's not necessarily why I chose Artifacts. So um, there's a dance show at my school called Artifacts of Self, which kind of inspired this. And for me, it's like every artist leaves a little bit of themselves behind in their work. It's their artifact. So if I'm a dancer who choreographs a piece, um, that piece is a little bit of me. Or a singer who creates a song, for example, that that little piece of them is in that song. It kind of lives on, like the Beatles, for example. You know, Let It Be or something. Even though they're not, yeah. they're not all of them are alive anymore, that song still carries on. It's their own artifact, a little piece of themselves, a little imprint of their creative mind out into the world. So that's why that title came from that. And then, so I just started. I was like, let me just do this because I really want. I just you, like you like you said. It's kind of like I wanted to do something. I it's. I, I found that even if I'm not dancing 24-7 like I used to, I have to still be creative in yeah. some capacity. For me, that's just how my brain works, whether it's due to podcasts or doing a ballroom dance or something or teaching, it has to be something creative. So I started this and um, it was just a couple of people from, from school and then I was like, well, I need, kind of, I need to branch out and try different people and then I, uh, local people in Toledo and then as, as, as it's kind of growing because you're I think my 17th episode hey so congratulations yeah. <laughs> Thanks. so yeah you did have a lot of on there yeah I did <laughs> yeah. it's like scrolling through I was like dang that's kind of how it started no but it's, it's I cool. appreciate you I asking was wondering that. I, I was like wondering where the name co- came from because I, I thought it was like art like art facts you know like art and that's what people yeah. usually th- I mean that is partly it but um but I like the I like the the thought of yeah, yeah that one's way better are you ready for rapid fire questions I'm ready let's do it the last great book you read the last great book, I'm gonna say <laughs> Leadership Tactics and Strategy by John w- Jocko Willick. It's a book about how to be a better leader. And it was written by a Navy SEAL. That was pretty cool. I know. Oh, wow. right? So I like kinda like like my friends make fun of me, like how to be a man books. Like your self help books. Have you read The Power of Now and Or the Four Agreements? Mm-mm. Uh, very um, just reflective. Yeah, I, I'm, I read another Another like past one I read was like how Nintendo took over um, the the US, like how they like took over Atari, which is pretty cool. Mm. So it's like people that are into games, but like also like a business side. That's another one. The Art of War is a great one. That's another good one. Um, Do Nothing. That's another great book. I have a book by um, Rick Ross, Boss Up. That's a good book too. Mm. It's it's Rick Ross, and there's like another little author underneath. That's like probably wrote a lot of the book too yeah. <laughs> it's like, but his name is the one who sells it yeah. so I like those are kind of like my genres I, I like to read favorite film favorite film mm-hmm. Inception okay that was the last movie I saw in is it a dream or is it not a dream at the end ooh you know what I'm gonna say it is a dream mm, okay cause he's happy and you I think yeah I think, it, I yeah. think it's a dream okay cool it's kind of a it's kind of like a sad way to look at it but I think it's a dream um, favorite Toledo restaurant? Favorite oh, I was honestly going to say Zane's, but I'll switch it up. Hmm. Favorite Toledo restaurant? I'm going to stick with Zane's. Shout yeah. out to Zane's. Yeah. I, I've had a really good experience at Zane's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who or what inspires you? My friends. Yeah. Awesome. Favorite, this is funny, favorite teacher at Christ the King? <laughs> My favorite teacher? Yeah. Miss Shelley. Miss Shelley and Miss Rosengarten for a tie. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Yeah. What's your go-to pump-up workout song? Um, my pump-up workout song. Dang, I wasn't, think, I wasn't expecting that question. 
Stay Scheming by Rick Ross because I just because he not only has written the book, mm-hmm. he has quoted himself, his lyrics, he sings about himself. <laughs> he references himself. Uh, <laughs> it's a, yeah. himself. Yeah, he does. He references his own lyrics and stuff. It's kind of cool. Funny. That's cool. So it was pretty. He he referenced it, and I was like, you know what? That's a good song, and it it gets me going. So because it's called a hero project. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite superhero? Batman, because he could be a real hero. He okay. could. He could be. He could okay. be. A, he's a solid hero. Like, Explain. Because there could be a man that is just super wealthy, like decks out decks himself out with all these gadgets and goes and beats up bad guys with uh, kung fu. Yeah. Yeah, you know? like, And then I think like Superman was like this Mod Podge superhero where they're like, let's make him like way overpowered. Let's give him like icy breath and then let's, you know, kill him with a rock. You know? <laughs> Do you have a favorite Batman, like actor-wise? Because there's um, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, and then Robert Pattinson. Chris- Christian Bale is the one with in yeah, the three seat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's the, re- yeah, yeah, <laughs> with the deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quote? That's actually on my phone. So it's another book I wrote. Forgot to um, to say was how to think like a Roman emperor. Mm-hmm. It's a Stoic book, and so in there, there's like different like Stoic figures that were really prominent. And one of like my favorite quotes is it says I try to think of someone like in you know 880 like talking like this, and it says, "Man, what are you talking about? Me in chains? You may buy my leg, but not even Zeus himself can overpower." And it's by Epictetus. So I always like that one because it's kind of interesting, and I kind of like how it's like, "Man, what are you talking about?" Like, you know? <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so- well, that was my rapid fire questions. I um, you know, I appreciate you having me on and yeah. having interest and finally hearing about how this started up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you asking because I was gonna tell you beforehand too, but I kind of forgot because I was going off. But so you can check out the Hero Project website at theheroproject.net. Yep. Yes, and there you can kind of check out what they're doing, purchase a shirt. You can check out their Instagram at theheroproject419. Yep. Yes. Check us out there and, um, you know, we post pretty frequently. So if you want to get involved with one of our events, like, you know, just send us a message or mm-hmm. just come on down. And then you can follow Zach. Zach with an H. Yes, C-H. the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore crow dot six seven. Yep, that's it. Yeah? Yep. All right. Cool, cool. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah.